Greetings, I'm Karen Colligan. Welcome to the Let's Talk Leadership Podcast. I'm the founder of a leadership organization called PeopleThink, where I created the Keep It Real Leadership Program that equips and elevates emerging and advancing leaders. It's all online and it can be done anywhere and it can be done at any time. What I know for sure is all leaders lead differently. And that's the beauty of leadership. It's so important to understand what your unique leadership style is. Now that word is worth repeating. Unique. Because everyone has their own leadership style, which will inform how you're going to help your team and help your organization move forward. You got to be real and you got to be bold and you got to drive to take action. Let's face it. People look to their leaders for their vision, for their coaching and for growth opportunities. This is why as a leader, you want to be crystal clear about your unique leadership style and your unique leadership competencies. The whole purpose of the Let's Talk Leadership podcast is to speak to a variety of leaders who are in different industries with different titles at different levels to better understand their unique way of leading. We're going to ask each leader the same six questions so we can provide you with a diverse way of looking at leadership. So you can find those treasures that'll help you be the best leader only you can be. Let's get moving and talk to our next leadership guest. In this episode, I am thrilled to be speaking to Suchi Gupta, who is the founder and creative director of Pure Design Solution. We're going to hear about Suchi's approach to leadership. Suchi, welcome and thank you for being with us today. Hi, Karen. Thank you for having me over. I'm excited and thrilled to join you on this journey of talking to about leadership. Oh, that's so fabulous. I'm so excited. So before we even start our conversation about leadership, Suchi, tell us a little bit about who you are. I am founder and creative director of a digital marketing agency, Pure Design Solution, based in Allen, Texas. And it's such an exciting journey for me since 2010, when I started as a sole entrepreneur and progressed to create an operations in India and also in US. The journey has been long, but there's been full of learnings and a great movement. So excited to share my journey with you and let's take it forward. Thank you so much, Suchi. And as you indicated, you started as a sole entrepreneur and then all of a sudden you moved into agency. So that means you're expanding from a leadership perspective. You're also looking at India and you're looking at the US and you're looking at business and you have to lead differently depending on where you are. So this is going to be a rich conversation and and just, just thrilled to have you with us, Suchi. So thank you. 
The first question I like to ask, because when you think about leadership and you think about how every person really defines it differently, because it needs to be really personal to each individual. And so I know this is a big, big question. And, and it's the first one I'm going with because I really want to get in your head in terms of how do you, Suchi, define leadership? I feel leadership is about having a vision and the ability to motivate and inspire people around you who can share and join in that vision so that when you walk the road, they are with you and you're together to achieve that goal. So um, it's all about empowering not yourself, but also others, so that it's a collective energy that helps you achieve a goal and translates to bigger things. You know, when I, I have always been inspired by great success stories, and if you look at all the uh, great ideas coming to fruition, it's the leaders who create the ability in themselves to motivate and to translate it by empowering others so that they can carry it forward. So for me, the single most thing that defines leadership is motivating others and empowering them to carry on with that vision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my goodness gracious, you just said a whole bunch of really important things right here. So obviously, you're you're indicating from your perspective, I got to have that vision. I, I have to know where where I'm bringing the organization. And then it's your role to make sure that you're motivating and you're inspiring the people in your organization right. that they get to see the same thing, Suchi, that you are seeing. And then, of course, empower them. I mean, you know, we all have our best intentions in, in, in mind when we're, we're doing our work and to empower people to be able to, to move forward with those best intentions is really critical from a leader perspective. And what I don't want to lose, which you said somewhere in the middle of that, is that collective energy. Like, oh, I mean, I don't know about you. I think I'm pretty smart. I am so much smarter when I've got a group of people with me and we're designing something to get to the next place. So collective energy is really a beautiful, beautiful statement. So then I get into, okay, now we understand who you are as a leader. And now I, I want to think and talk about values. So to me, values are a core. They're the guiding light. They're that North Star. It's how we make decisions. And we have to know who we are from a values perspective so we can consistently make decisions based on our values. For you, what are your top three values? And, and that's for you, Suchi, not even just for the organization, but how do you show up in terms of your values? When I reflect back how I started this journey, it was quite an, in an unconventional manner. I didn't take the you know set path of graduating out of a school and then getting into a corporate workforce. If I look back, in fact, I do not have any corporate work experience to say. I had a vision that I wanted to be a growth enabler. I really had to learn from everything that was around me, the stories I heard, people that I saw growing up. You know, I grew up in a very small town in India, an entrepreneurial town inspiration, examples, live things happening around, you know. 
Um, in this entire process, I think the three core values that I can relate to and I hold very strong, they're almost like pillars when I look into it, is the first one is being humble. You become the top executive. You may be running a Fortune 500 company or you're leading the, a successful uh, startup. I think it's very, very, very important for a leader to be humble. Why so? Because I have realized it, it allows you to embrace mistakes. It allows you to open up to learnings because when you keep your ego aside and you allow uh, people take active criticism, you know, open yourself to analyzing things and taking lessons out of it, you are not only growing yourself, you're growing people around you because you're leading by example. Being humble is one of the strongest traits, I would say, that I value in terms of being a leader. The second one, I would say, is to demonstrate integrity. We are in a business of you know, helping others achieve their goals and our goals, but if we don't lead with integrity, why are we in there for, right? Whether it is to hold up your commitments, whether it is to achieve or work, to work together to deliver an assignment, you know, you need to hold on to your word. You need to deliver on your promises. So for me, integrity translates to your own identity. It's almost like that. So that's a very important value for me. And third, I think one thing I embrace in my experiences every day is a different day for you so you need to be almost like a ninja <laughs> you will be cutting watermelons one or you will be solving another issue on the other day so while you are doing all that you still need to maintain your calm and collectedness mm -hmm. you need to approach a situation not with emotions but with tranquility and with a problem-solving approach than anything else. So being calm, being uh, responsive, being an action driver, it's another third very important value for me. Well, I love the ninja term. Now, that's a new value for me, Suchi, and I'm taking it. I'm taking I'm running with that ninja thing because it is really all about that whole flexibility, like what's coming at me at this moment. Okay, it's coming at me. I can't let the team know that this is a big one. I got to stay calm. I've got to be able to be tranquil. I've got to be able to continue to move us towards that vision. So ninja, it makes good sense. And and you also talked about that openness to learning, that humbleness and that, you know, what I always talk about when I talk about leadership is as soon as someone, and I'll, I'll use leader as an example here, if once a leader stops learning, you know what? go home because what else are you going to bring to the team? How else are you going to stretch your team? And it's a question we're going to talk about in just a little bit. And then this integrity thing, it's hard for me not to get my head around. If you say you're going to do something, then let's do it and we can do it together. It goes back to embracing that collective energy. So, so thank you for that. And, and as I said, ninjas knew, but I'm going to stay with it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hang with that one. Don't be embracing Every day is unique, right? Some days are full of fire fighting and the other days you're trying to just breeze through the situation. So how do you keep that calm and translate that same 
energy into the team so that they fight those fires for you rather than you doing it. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Love, love, love that. So Suji, we're currently going through such an enormous amount of transition and change in the world. I mean, if we think about the global pandemic, and then we think about the civil unrest, and then we think about the potential economic fallout, and you think about how this impacts everyone in the world, and then you think about how we still have to run a business. And so my question to you is, how do you lead through transition and change? So there is so much of uncertainty for businesses and individuals that we wake up to a new day every day. I've come to a conclusion that we need to change to adapt and adapt to change and do that fast so that we are able to ride that wave. Again, we need to change fast so that we can adapt to this uncertainty and then adapt to the new change that is happening pretty day in our lives so that we are not able fall back and uh, not and not able to recover so when i look at pds what we are trying to do we are trying to help our clients pivot themselves think about new ways that they can reach out to their existing customer base products invent new products automate their processes, those kind of things that can keep them relevant among the existing uh, industries that they are operating in. Yeah. And, and you know what? It goes back to the ninja again, you know, kind of what we just talked about, because you have to be able, what, what you said is embrace and adapt to the change. And then you have to change to adapt. I mean, they're just completely interrelated. And we have to be able to do that very, very quickly. Look at the situation, make a quick decision, move forward. That is not always easy for people to do. And as a leader, and I'll go back to what you said earlier, if you can show the calmness, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what's currently happening. This is what our actions will be. This is how we're going to move forward. Then everybody can go, go, oh, okay. However, if you're going to be all, you know, riled up and you're not adapting to change and changing to adapt, then you, the rest of your team is not going to either. One, one of the things that I have seen, and this is uh, among many, many beautiful small businesses and entrepreneurs that I see, they are really looking into different ways and uh, finding opportunities, how they can take the, their brick and mortar businesses, you know, the things that they never relied upon, you know, and how they're changing and embracing that things are going to be, the new normal is very different. They have to learn to pivot their services and solutions accordingly. I think, uh, you know, embracing what we are in right now is very important. Yes. And people embracing change and embracing transition is a very complicated request. You're exactly right. That That's exactly what we have to do. No question about that. So then right. we think about leaders. And, and you know, we just talked a little bit about leaders being curious and always learning. And, and it's really important for um, leaders to do that. So what tools and resources have you used to continue your growth and your development? I mean, the nice thing about your story, what you've just shared with us is that, you know, you started out one way. Now you're in a whole different place, not even recognizing, wow, okay, once you started in the beginning and then you had to pivot and you had to change and you had to move fast. 
relaxed and you had a new normal and you had to embrace all this going on. So, so what do you use to grow and develop and learn, Suchi? You know, as I mentioned, I think learning is most uh, single most key ingredient that has kept me also going almost to, you know, I can even define it as the purpose of my life because that's how I have grown as an organic leader. I have one of the things that I've done, I've always been a good reader. Very recently, I started diversifying my reading, you know, rather than just uh, embracing or looking at topics that is related to my field, I've started reading more about topics that relate to spirituality or universe or looking into history, just diversification of topics that that just opens up your mind how things can be different uh, and this reading can come through not just conventional books it's podcast webinars any of those uh, online virtual tools that we are exposed in so i definitely make use of all this nice technology whether it is having a good podcast list or having a series of webinars that I sign up and I do it very ritually. You know, when I plan my weekly planner, I usually have one or two webinars listed that I uh, make it a ritual to get into it and kind of embrace it. Beyond that, I think there are so many great tools out, I feel now that we, that, uh, you know, online resources for that matter, for example, lynda.com in our field we end up using that a lot to understand topics learn and grow in that field i recently also signed up for a three-month program with vbank which uh, is a certifying body for my company and uh, ibm the program is called we thrive so it is a accelerated program that uh, helps you evaluate, take evaluation of your, the health of your business, and then opens up, uh, opens you up to industry experts who basically will guide you and inspire you at how you can do better at what you're doing. So virtual tools definitely are very critical in terms of putting them in your everyday planners and portfolios in terms of learning. And um, another thing that I feel, Karen, that we are missing out is general conversations. You know, uh, whether it is our clients or our, you know, uh, peer groups and all that, we just need to have regular discussion groups. And I just enjoy those. I have a couple of them uh, through WeBank itself. And, uh, you know, we try to participate at least once or twice a month and just en enjoy the debate and the conversations and just learning that comes across. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. OK, so you 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 talked about reading and you talked about diversifying your reading. Love, you know, love that uh, online tools, virtual tools. And the other thing that you talked about was really going through this three month course about looking at the health of your organization. That takes strength. That takes a lot of guts to be able to say, OK, I'm willing now to look at my current business and see if I have to make any shifts. Where are we healthy? Where may we not be healthy? And so from a leadership perspective, it goes back to your integrity. If you're going to be have integrity around your 
team members and say, okay, I've got this vision, then you're going to have to check that vision because it may not be the same vision. So looking at the health of the organization is really a, a wonderful, bold move on your part, Suchi, and, and something that's really important for all of us to think about. Like, How do we continue to update and, and make sure that we're prepared for the next place in the future? Because as you indicated earlier, the new normal. None of us know what the new normal is. I mean, none of us. So we have to create what we want. And so then that, of course, will lead me to what about your team? I mean, how do you give your folks the development and growth opportunities so they can grow as well? Because it's important, obviously, for them to be as smart as they can be. And in order to do that, they have to take some time. And, and you know, what's the first thing that goes learning? Okay, I don't have time for that webinar. No, I can't read that book. I'm much too busy. So, so how do you encourage and what do you do for your employees? So my team has been more comprised of millennials. One of the things that I always enjoyed is open, openness and open culture. We really try to embrace that, especially when I was in India, even and, you know, in a, in, a, in a group setting and all that. So we used to have this Friday groups wherein everybody used to come with their own potluck. And it was just one or two hours of open-ending discussions and talking about newer things that they're trying out on their own and so on. Fast forward three, four years, and we did it for solid three years. What What I discovered was they were opening up to adopt and uh, you know, try out new tools and techniques that may not be specific to their field. Mm. For example, you know, um, one of the interns at my agency, she started out as a, a content writer, but she figured out that she loved designing and she moved into designing. And right now she does both. She, she's able to write small pieces of content and she's able to design. So. Having the open culture wherein you just say, if, if there's somebody who's going to say, hey, I want to try this, I think as a leader, you should say, yeah, go for it. Give it a try. I'm there if you fail. So, you know, I I just enjoy that. And I think tools and all these, uh, you know, subscriptions, all these are aids, but it's the culture that allows the team to embrace learning. Absolutely. And I love the whole idea about potluck. There's nothing better than being around people. And, you know, I love feeding people. And so when you, it's feeding your soul and when people are eating and having conversations and talking about what they brought, that just continues to get you to know each other a little bit better and then be able to let your guard down and learn about each other and then learn about other things. And, and then it goes back to the same thing. Then you have the virtual tools and the webinars and all that. And the culture of the organization is really what is going to help fuel the learning of the organization. And if you continue to learn as the leader, Suchi, they're going to look at you and go, well, if it's okay for her, yay, because then that means it, she will continue to encourage us to learn and grow and stretch. And that's what leadership is really about. So this last question is really about finding balance and it's about finding joy. The question is what piece of art or culture or music or literature or anything you want to say that's legal, of course, that keeps you balanced and brings you that joy? What do you do? What do you do to fill up? 
I am a lifelong runner. <laughs> so I just enjoy being outside and finding new trails and being part of the nature. And I, I definitely, uh, that's one of the reasons I also love gardening. I'm big time into gardening as well. That's something, uh, you know, that brings nirvana to me, I think. I was hearing a podcast while I was running and the, the person says that, what is that one thing that you have realized as your innermost strength, which you were not aware of, but that is one strength that keeps you going in all other segments of your life. Why I'm uh, talking about this thing is because running is what made me realize my innermost strength is endurance. I just, once I'm on, the, on a trail, like I don't think I just keep going, right? And, you know, uh, in some way, it has just rubbed off on other parts of my life, whether it is my work and other things. I just don't like to quit till I really have to quit. So endurance is probably one of the things and, uh, you know, uh, my uh, spirit to run and to be outside that has uh, made me realize that. Yeah, so I totally love it. And Karen, another thing is that I've recently picked up is yoga and uh, not just the physical uh, part of uh, or physical practice, but also understanding the deeper meaning or uh, understanding the connection between the mind, spirit and body and how it relates and you can live a yogic life that is much more uh, fulfilling. So I think that's uh, bringing a lot of positive energy and that spirit to get up in the morning and keep going. So your superpower is endurance, okay? So I didn't ask a question about a superpower, but that's exactly what came to me. And then you're talking about this positive energy with mind, spirit, and body. And you think about running, and you think about yoga, and you think about gardening. And none of those have anything to do with your work. And yet, by doing those, finding your superpower of endurance you're able to bring that positivity into the work environment. And, you know, what's better than that when you look at your leader and you're like, oh, that leader looks kind of happy today. There's some joy and there's a little, you know, skipping her step. Even when we're on video, you can tell the difference. So, Suchi, I mean, you've just said so much to us. And I, I have to tell you, I'm really, really grateful. I mean, you were so honest about it all. And I can tell you really took some time, you know, thinking about what 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 these questions were and and how you show up as leader and you know that in itself is leadership and and I'm so grateful that 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 you were able to be here with us and you know big smile on your face and happy to be here and, and ha happy to tell us the way you lead because uh, it's inspiring it's really really inspiring so with that said thanks for listening I'm Karen Colligan and you've been listening to Suchi Gupta the founder and creative director of Pure Design Solution. Till the next episode of the Let's Talk Leadership Podcast. Have a good one, and don't forget to keep it real. Music by Poddington Bear. Editing by Mary Lee Williams. Thank you. Thank you.